I'm Mark. And I'm Kendrick. And this is Movies in Black and White. So today we're going to be talking about uh, our thoughts and opinions and overall love of the Joker movie. Yeah. I mean, absolutely my favorite movie of 2019. Really? Yes. Even over Endgame? Even over Endgame. Woo! I like the depth of the character. I Just to be able to put that much passion on screen, you felt... Sorry for a man who tried so hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just the system failed him. The, you know, found out his parents failed him. Well, everybody failed him. Everybody failed him. And he was still trying to hang on to, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to bring brightness to the world. And then his form of happiness was a little. It was a little crazy. It it was crazy. Crazy doesn't quite cover it. I I go more fucked up than anything. Delusional. (laughs) You know, I understand it. And half the stuff, you know, you look at some of the relationships he was having were in his mind. Oh, that's true. You know, some of the things he was seeing. A little spoiler alerts there. Yeah, a little bit. A bit much. So, but anyways, so this is kind of just our, going to be our discussion about it. So we'll, uh, we'll start off with our general thoughts about the movie, like how Mark already started going into that. Uh, we'll go into a little more detailed spoiler area, and then we'll give it an overall ranking of what we thought of it. Definitely, if you guys should go see it or not, and give you a little bit of tidbits about it, like who directed it, who right. starred in it, you know, how much money it's made so far, what its ranking is, and Rotten Tomatoes, which we'll talk about that whole thing at the tail yeah, end of this. But uh, okay, so general thoughts, as you know, Mark obviously loved it, right? He did, man. Yeah, it's great. He dug it. I'm not too far off base on that. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was very, very happy with it. Like I was, I was concerned when the first makeup test came out, and I was like, "That makeup test, I don't know how to feel about too. that." He just looks like a clown. Exactly. But then it grew on me as more set photos came out, and you got to see him. Right. And then when you got to actually see him in action in that first trailer, like, all right, I'm sold. I'm in. I'm all in. And then actually watching the movie itself, it was such a. I don't really like throwing around the word masterpiece because it's all up to perspective and that, you know, point it is up to perspective, but there stuff. are certain things that you have to just acknowledge as a true, as true technical movie and on the technical side of it, the whole, the way it was filmed, the way that it was broken down, it was a masterpiece in that right. sense. It was a masterpiece in filmmaking. Um, I didn't really have any problem with the story beats whatsoever. There was no slow parts for me. It was overall no. a slow movie. But that was to build the tension, build the understanding of the character. And then when it finally went off the rails, it was scary yet fun. Exactly. It went off the rails. I mean, the quintesson of what happened in the movie is when he becomes Joker. And if you get to see this movie, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but when you go to see this movie and he's strolling down the stairs, the music <laughs> that is playing is absolutely fantastic. Oh, that it scene. Is I don't think I'll ever watch that scene and not laugh, but be like totally terrified. Because if you think about that scene, it just see, see a guy strolling down the stairs, jamming out like he was jamming out with exactly. no music playing. You're just like, oh, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Yes. It would terrify you. You'd be like, all right, I'm going to go this way. I'll, I'll see y'all later. Deuces. Yeah. But in the movie, it worked perfectly. Like There wasn't... There wasn't a part of that movie that didn't work, Absolutely. in my opinion. Absolutely. I mean, there was never a dull moment. All the all the twists and turns were fantastic. You never knew exactly what was going on. Exactly. It and, was, you know, to understand that him being the Joker, him being named Joker, you see the turn and you see Joker moments that are like, okay, that 
solidifies mm-hmm. him as Joker. Yep. And then there's a twist. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And then there's some things that yeah. go on that you know, I can't spoil it for you, but Well we'll talk about spoilers here in a little bit. Yeah. But uh one of the things that most people were gonna be upset by about this movie, I wasn't because I'm open for any new interpretation of anything. Like I'm somebody put the time and effort into making this movie I'm gonna watch it for what it is and enjoy it and understand. Try to understand where they came from, especially and if it makes sense. Absolutely, and this movie made sense, but it is not your typical comic book Joker. There is no right. Ace Chemicals. There's no you know falling into a vat of acid and turning skin white. He is right. just a guy that has problems and puts on clown makeup and becomes this symbol for this movement of anarchy. And that's that's essentially the Joker's anarchy. Like that's you're not. The, and the the great thing about Joker. Even in the comic book, there's no origin to this guy. Exactly. And this movie does throw into question everything that you see because you don't know if he's just making up in his mind or not. And that's what makes the Joker such a iconic character, and it makes him that much creepier. Well, there's a reason he's that test of time with Batman. Exactly. <laughs> there's a reason he's still Batman's number one foe. Right. Um, but, I mean, as a whole, I love the movie. I would definitely go see it multiple, multiple times. times. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Multiple times. I don't... I don't think I'd ever get bored with that movie. I don't either, because I think you could find nuances and new things in every viewing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because there's so many things that Joaquin Phoenix is doing on the screen. So many things in the uh, screenplay itself that allows you to just go into another world and enter this man's world. Yes. And say, okay, I can not totally identify, but you can identify a bit with this man's struggle. Everybody's been bullied at some point right. in time in life, and this man is constantly bullied. He's misunderstood. Uh, I don't remember the exact term they had for his element in the movie that makes him laugh out in public, but he was constantly bullied for it. Right. Absolutely. I mean, that, that scene on the bus where he's entertaining that kid, and the mom turns around and starts berating right. him for yeah. just you know trying to brighten her son's day up, and he starts laughing, and he has to give her that card. It was truly a heart-wrenching moment, just like, dang, like, that's that's rough, like, and nobody understands him. Exactly. So it, the movie did a really good job making you feel for him, but there is also a fine line where he finally crosses it, and you're like, okay, you, I can't, I can't back this guy anymore. anymore. Exactly. And and you've just gone past a certain point to where anybody can say, yeah, I understand. No, yeah. you can't understand that. Yeah, it's like, uh, I, I get where he's coming from, but at the same token, like, you, you can't do that to people. Exactly. You just can't. I don't care how mean they were to you. Can't go off the walls like that. This right. is what happened when somebody comes totally unhinged, and it's really a warning letter to people like, hey, treat people with love and respect because you exactly. never know you what they're capable know. of. You never know who's going to come in and just go, oh. hey, I've had enough. Yeah. Uh, Pseudo-Bulber Effect is uh, the name of the day on this. Oh, that's yeah. right, yeah. Uncontrolled it was, laughter. He did great with that. He truly did. Joaquin yes. nailed every aspect of this role. He lost, I think it was 50 pounds for the role. He was skin and bones, truly right. skin and bones. And I mean, he, he committed – to this role, to this role. And, and you can uh, tell if there's not a best uh, best actor nomination for this man, I'm a boycott. Like exactly. this is that is insane. This and is unreal. It is time to get over the idea that comic book movies cannot have these things. I mean, Black Panther did, yes. did a great job with it. And if there's anything to break this trend, yeah. it's gonna be this gonna movie because it's it's not comic book enough to not be considered mainstream, but it's also artsy enough to be considered. Academy Awards exactly. winning potential, and exactly that was the right. perfect balance for the award nominations. I think the awards are rigged to begin with, I, but yeah, I you so know, I, I also think that Robert Downey Jr. should be 
up for the, for the Academy. But I mean, Joaquin truly deserves yes. this. Oh, so. I, definitely. I mean, you, you look at uh, movies that we thought would be would do very well at the Academy, uh, you know, like Logan. Because it was such a departure. It was a comic book movie, a superhero movie, but it was a departure from your normal yes. superhero movie. This is taking that bit further. You know, look, this is a social commentary. This is a personal struggle movie. This is all these things in one. And it just so happens to be about a character that is made famous in comic books. Absolutely. Well, and like like we said, it's not entirely based on the world comic books. But there is enough references to keep people like Mark and I truly happy when it comes to comic book reference. Like the the whole Bruce Wayne thing, I was just like, yes, thank you. This is perfect. I am 110% behind this. You know, even the come the ending when that ha- when it went down, I was like, "Yep, okay." Crime Alley was represented perfectly, perfectly. Yes. Um, now, uh, the movie was violent, to say the oh, least. Yeah. Like it was as a grown man who loves Rambo's and loves just great action movies. This one made me like, "Oh my god, I'm so happy there's no children in this theater because right. they would be scarred for life." And, and I've given that advice to people. People yes. have said, "Hey, you know, the kids wanted to see Joker." No, this <laughs> well, is not that movie. It's, it's a sad state of affairs where the first yeah. people ask you, how was Joker? And I say, I was just happy there was no kids in the theaters. Right. Because <laughs> the last several art oh movies I went and seen, I saw Rambo and I saw John Wick. Yes. And every single one of them had children. And it. And it. And it yes, chapter two. Kids. And it was kids I mean, in the theater. Kids, and I was just like, as a man that's about to have my first child, I could never imagine taking what my kid to a right movie. There? Yeah, what I'd kick my own ass there? personally. Yeah. Um, but it's it's brutal. It will it, yeah. it will make you cringe. It will make you go, holy shit, that just happened. But it will also make you laugh at certain points. Like it there does. are certain moments that are pay, uh, played for comedic effect, exactly, and played well. But the part where you're also like, I feel bad for laughing, laughing at that because <laughs> that was rough. <laughs> yeah. um, oh my gosh! It was uh, like I said, it was a masterpiece in almost every sense of the word. Right. I can't like everybody. It cast from top to bottom. Was yeah. amazing, truly. Even even the smaller bit players. Yeah, uh, you know, you had the guys from the clown uh, organization. Yes, thing. they played great parts. They added so much character, color, and flavor yeah. to the movie. Zazie Beetz was Zazie awesome. Beetz. Was great, and the, she was not in it that much. That much as much as the trailers played her up, she was not in that much. Yeah. Uh, Robert De Niro killed it, mm-hmm. as always, as yeah. Murray Franklin, which that was possibly the best scene in the whole movie like that was who uh penny the lady that played penny fleck arthur's mom she did a she, fantastic for job. what she was given yes. how little she was given oh she played gosh. it up you could tell that this dude come from sickness so brett colin as thomas wayne was really good it yeah. was different definitely a different take on thomas wayne you usually exactly. see him as the more charismatic calm you know uh, uh, peace loving yeah you know just it wasn't the dark night towel yeah exactly <laughs> thomas wayne it was more of a guy that will punch you in the face if you piss him off. And exactly. I, I appreciate that because, yeah. you know, you don't want nobody in your grill like that. You can't tell me that somebody's going to come up to you and start doing and this you're stuff. You're going to just yeah. cower down, especially as a man. We understand guys of that ilk. Yeah. You know, it's yes, like, okay, you've made billions of dollars. You've had to step on some heads yeah. to do this. Well, you're not yeah. always going to be a perfect person no matter no. what. And you have your bad days just like anybody else. And right. somebody comes at you like that, it's going to go down. Like, yes, don't know what to tell you. But it was like the direction. Todd Phillips, whoever would have ever expected the guy that made the Hangover movies to come out with, with this. this. Oh my lord! I mean, if you could 
say, okay, I want you to make the complete opposite, not in quality, yep. but the complete opposite in focus and genre to The Hangover and go, wow, <laughs> this is a range you have right here? <laughs> to be fair, The Hangover movies had their dark moments where they played what you expect, and that was a strength like we talked about that was shown in this movie. Right. I mean, it was he was flexing. Yes. In this movie. Yes. Every sense of the Certainly. word. He was like, all right, you know, I'm not just known for comedic films. I, I, I'm, I'm coming out swinging with this one. And he killed it. Like, truly killed it from top to bottom. He uh, he didn't skip a beat. And it shows. And I can't wait to see more from him. Right. Especially now. I mean, like like I said, he's mostly done comedies. He's done Old School, Starsky and Hutch, right. The Hangovers, yeah. Due Date. I think the only one I haven't seen War Dogs. War Dogs was fantastic. Was it? Absolutely wonderful. But it was more of a comedy, it, too. It was, a, was. it was more on the lines, like you said, a comedy of darkness. Yeah. It was played up for a comedic effect. And Jonah Hill, awesome in it. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, who's the other character? I always forget. Uh, it was Miles Teller. Miles Teller. Yes. Yeah. So he, that was an incredible take on. Just, hey, a couple of guys <laughs> said, wait a second, we're going to take advantage of this system. And he directed it fantastically. So. Yeah. Truly, truly great. Like, this man, he deserves oh, some sort of recognition for this. I, for I'm not going to say best director, but definitely he should be up there. Yeah. Something. Something uh, should come of it. There's no way this movie should not walk away with several awards. I mean, overall, you know, the platform. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It was... It was a ride. Yes, it was. Talking of the spoiler territory area, it was the first time he killed somebody. It was kind of a shock. It was. It was. It blew our minds quite literally. And honestly, <laughs> it, it almost blew his mind. Well, it blew, it blew the a, guy's mind yeah. that he shot. Yeah, oh, so yeah, it was. Uh, and then when he started dancing afterwards, yes. like come to find out, that was entirely Joaquin's idea. Oh, really? Yeah. They. He was supposed to go into that bathroom and just wash the makeup off his face. But somebody was doing playing music. Or they played a um, a clip of the composer's score for the movie, right. and he just started dancing. And they said, "Let's use that." Exactly. And that's when the whole dancing wow. part came about. And that score, holy shit, was it yeah. sinister? It's fantastic. It was great. It, it was, was it was perfect for the movie. But like, I always listen to scores the mm -hmm. second they come out before the movie. I okay. even get to see the yeah. movie, and I was listening to that score. And I told one of my friends, I was like, "This." is going to be a sick movie because just the music alone music for movies will either make or break a movie yes, it, it enhances the whole visual effect behind the movie it enhances everything about it it ties the package together it does if you have bad music in a movie it just doesn't work this music was perfect for this film and i can't wait to hear more of that composer and i'm trying to remember her name i'm pretty sure it was a she it was hilder I'm going to butcher this fucking last name. <laughs> Tori. I, I can't pronounce it. It's something crazy. Yeah. But it was it was killer. Like, it was definitely <laughs> killer music. Yeah. Well, at least I got it right. She was a, it was a woman. So I don't know what she's really been known for, but I can tell you this was probably her first big, big movie. Oh, Sicario. She's oh, done the Sicario very movie. Very good. But she, this is probably her first big, big movie. Sicario was a big movie. But this one is it's taking the world by storm, if I have to say. Because it's yeah. uh, what was it now? What did I tell you? The five hundred 
sixty-three or five hundred ninety. Five hundred and sixty-three million dollars, yeah. verging on five hundred sixty-four, and it's only been out for two weeks. Yeah, worldwide earnings. I yeah. mean, that's incredible. It's it is absolutely nuts for a movie that people were so doubting and really unsure of well, before it came out. The backlash like, before it even yeah. came out was unreal. I mean the. The whole aspect, like, I get that the uh, Colorado shootings back in 2012 with The Dark Knight Rises, everybody thought that he was basing that action off the Joker, so everybody was obviously concerned about Mm. this. And I even know at my theater, I'd saw a few extra cops, they'd beefed up security, they'd made it well known in the news, which, if you ask me, that was just asking for trouble to put that all over the news, like, oh, uh, by the way, we're thinking everybody's going to get shot up at these movie theaters. For that kind of mentality being thrown out there... People showed. Showed up. And they showed it packed. I mean, my theater was pretty full. You saw it, what, last week? Yeah. And it was still pretty packed. It was still packed. So I can't wait to see what this movie ends with worldwide. Yeah. Want to take a guess? I'm going to say it's going to make about 150 more million. You think so? So roughly around 700? I'd agree. It depends on how long it stays in theaters. You know, we're in the dry season right now. Um, The only good ones... Really, that are being promoted a lot is Terminator, which will probably kill. Yeah. Um, Knives Out, which will be great. Oh, that's going to be fantastic. Uh, Star Definitely. Wars. So, I mean, it depends on how long it stays in theaters, but I could see it making maybe 150, 200 more mil. Right. Maybe. Okay. Anywhere between eight to. It'd be great if it made a billion. I highly oh, doubt it. Amazing. I, I truly highly doubt it, but it would be. That would be something special. Especially right. for this movie coming out, everybody's saying, "Oh, it's gonna be garbage. It's gonna be too, too dumb." Nope. Right. Perfect. Perfect. Now, speaking of uh, masterpieces, though, critics have not been kind to this movie. No. This was sixty-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Sixty-eight percent. Which it's uh, not certified for, 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 much, for but Mark and I. We're yeah. not big critics. People, we don't listen to critics really because we'd rather just judge the movie for ourselves. And I highly recommend that everybody listening always judge a movie based on it, on their own opinion and right. the merits of actually watching it. But it, it goes a long way when you start seeing movies like this where the critics are scoring it as 69, which is good, but right. not the score not it deserves. I mean, it deserves to be in the 90s right. with the certified fresh rating. I agree. Um, and the audience score is giving it an 89. Yeah. Which so, I mean, the opinion. The popular opinion has to win out in this. I mean, it, it has to win out in most movies. I, you know, you're going to get in and say, okay, uh, as a critic, and say, oh, it didn't have this or this, and it didn't have, you know, the right lighting here or the right, you know, uh, effect here. Well, guess what? It didn't. Even if it didn't, yeah. it didn't take away from the movie and the performance. The performance is what really solidifies oh. this as a great movie. Oh yeah. Well, and even then. You don't know what the director was going for. Right. And I get that's their whole job as critics is to pick this stuff apart. But you gotta you got to give the credit where credit's due and say that this was a phenomenal movie. It kept you interested. It kept you in it. Right. And then it blew your mind when shit hit the fan. Yes, it really did. I mean, And, you know, for people who are Joker fans, comic book Joker fans, you get a payoff. Oh, yeah. You get a serious payoff. It's, yeah. It doesn't go down and go... Oh, we're just gonna leave you flat. We're gonna do. It gives you that yes. Well, moments, for for the big spoiler fans out there, and if you don't want to hear this, I'd suggest not listening for the next four or five minutes. But uh, right. the 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 big payoff for the movie is he he, he uh, starts a revolt pretty much right. uh, unintentionally. So Anarchy. he he killed yeah. some people that were bullying him, and they were truly being bullying. hateful, yes. be, bullying. They were beating him, and he defended himself at first. Right. And, but he was wearing clown makeup, 
and he shot these two guys that were beating him up and then hurt another guy and then chased him down. down. And yes. that was the line that was like, okay, we're, we're starting to cross executed territory. executed him. Executed <laughs> him. And then he eventually killed his own mom. And at that point, you're like, all right, I'm all forward with this guy. Yeah, I'm out. But then he, he – I think grand total he ended up killing six, six people. people. Right. Yeah, that's about right. And – for Joker, that's not a lot. I mean, Joker's no. executed audiences of people yeah, before. He's a, um, he's a, his body counts really high. But the way he did it was brutal, devastating, truly Jokerish. But the mm-hmm. whole revolt ends up causing anarchy in the city, pure yeah. anarchy. Everybody's you know killing everybody else. They're destroying streets. They're flipping over cars. Right. And then Burning he gets arrested. I mean, they rescue him. It was fucking nuts. Like rescue him nuts. and. You know, when I first saw the movie, I was like, accidentally kill him? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that guy hit pretty fucking yeah, hard there. That exactly. car should be caved you in. Yeah, no seatbelt on. You're <laughs> slamming around the back of a police car. So, you know, it was like that. But then the resurrection happened. Oh, and, and then that he was stood on top of that car. Ambulance. But that wasn't even the best part of that whole no, scene. No, the best part was the Bruce Wayne scene. Exactly. Bruce's family was leaving. So the typical origin story for Bruce is he got scared in a movie or the opera and the Dark Knight movies. Right. He got scared of the movie and they left right, early. And early and they end up going down the alley and they end up getting mugged and killed by Joe Chill. Mm-hmm. If you go by the 1989 Batman movie, right. the Joker killed the Joker. him. But yeah. it's kind of alluded to strongly. But exactly. never guaranteed because the no. Joker's kind of always an ethereal character. But he, because the, the riots are going on, they're leaving home early and they're going down that alley. Well, somebody in a clown mask kills Thomas and his wife, Martha, right? right? In the Martha, exact yep. fashion as you see in the comic books. Well, in Batman vs. Superman did it really well, right. too. You know, right. shove that gun up there, pop the gun, pop the, the pearls, pearls pull pop, off. Yeah. And it was, it was a brutal scene. It was yes. devastating. And then. You know, the last scene you see of Bruce is kneeling over his parents, just covered in, I think he was covered in blood, and just looking at him like, what just happened? Truly devastated. Like, you could see, this is how Batman began, and I would love to see more expanded upon with that if they do a sequel, but I don't think they're going to. I don't, I think he's going to say, you know what, it doesn't, it's not supposed to have a sequel. It's not, it was supposed to be a standalone movie, and it, you know, it introduced the idea of the Joker, you introduced yeah. him as as the start and the catalyst for it, but the Joker will rise out of this like anarchy. So it's it's a really well. Big and, and and the crazy thing is too, I don't think they expected it to do as well as it has. Because I was reading an article the other day, and not to forgive me for not remembering the source, but they said something along the lines that they were so concerned that they weren't going to get the funding for this movie that was half produced by Warner Brothers and half produced by another company. So now they're having to split the royalties, the, royalty, yeah. the, 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 the box office income right. of the movie, and they're kicking themselves now, obviously, <laughs> and they should be kicking should themselves because this was a huge hit. They exactly. should just – I miss the days when they would commit to directors and commit right. to the story and just be like, we're all in, like Star Wars. Uh, the, the 20th Century Fox executive at that time backed that movie, right. completely backed it. He mm-hmm. was not willing to give – an inch. He said, this is going to be the greatest movie that's ever made. Wow. And he kept to his guns. Well, eventually he quit because of it. He couldn't take the the backlash from the board anymore. Okay, yeah. But, you know, that kind of commitment usually pays off, especially if you know you have something special on your hands, which this was. Just I could imagine reading that script and be like, this shit 
this is the shit right here. This exactly. is going to do well. They they didn't. Now they're paying for it. Yes. But it was uh, – I don't think they had sequels in mind when they made it, which is good. Usually the best movies that don't have sequels in mind are the best are the stories because it has exactly. a beginning, middle, and, and end. They end. Don't, you can always leave stuff open, little tiny right. threads, but you want to close the main thread. And I think right. that's what most movies – struggle with these days is closing the main thread they leave mm-hmm. too much open for sequels and everybody's like well there's no payoff here i'm not i'm not invested anymore this one sets itself up for a potential sequel especially with a batman and i don't think it would even if they go for a sequel i don't think it'll connect to the possible robert pattinson movie that's coming out in 2021 i believe right which would be great to have two batman centered movies coming out at the same time one that's more joker focused with a different, darker, meaner Batman that's right. willing to fuck people up. Exactly. Compared to which will probably be a PG-13 family-friendly Batman exactly. movie, which... Driving for the masses. It's it's Driving done well in the past. I've always been keen on seeing a rated R Batman movie. Because Batman's a brutal character. It is. He's borderline, he is brutal he's borderline Punisher yeah. if he would just break his rule of killing. And he has in the past, right. which is why I don't understand when Ben Affleck's one came out, Batman v Superman... And Batman was executing people, and everybody was throwing Everybody's a fit. Like, what? Batman doesn't yeah. kill. Uh, yeah. The fuck he doesn't. Yeah. He used to kill, especially in the original comics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He used to kill a lot. <laughs> well, even if killing some of these people is a mercy compared yes. to what he does to them now. I mean, he breaks femurs. He breaks everybody. collarbones. He yeah. breaks every bone in their bodies. And these people are going to be held up in hospitals for the rest of their exactly. lives because of what he's done to them. Right. So, you know, mercy's, uh, it's almost a mercy to kill them, in my opinion. But I like to see Batman go full out. Right, I, I would love to I see that, if see especially that. if they do a Joker sequel. Yes. Now, okay, let's do a little bit of a, a fantasy cast right now just because okay. we're in the conversation. Who would you pick to play opposite of Joaquin Phoenix as Batman in a Joker sequel if they were to do it? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's a good one, huh? I'm proud of that question. That's a very good question. Obviously, I'd love that Todd Phillips come back and direct it. That I would, would be too. great. As a grittier Batman than most of the ones we've seen. Which Ben Affleck was pretty gritty. He right? was gritty. In, in I mean, Batman v Superman, he was. And then Justice League yeah. came out. And that was a different story. Yeah, but that's a that's yeah. a story for a different time. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That is a fantastic question that I have to think about. Because. Well, here's the thing. He's going to have to be younger than Joaquin. Well, yeah. Okay. And, yeah, I mean, this is going to be a weird one. But I could see this working. Because this man, he personifies Grizzled in my mind. An angry person. Like Tom Hardy. I thought about that. Yeah. I thought about that, and I'm like going, okay, I... Yeah, he played Bane. Yeah, exactly. So what? I mean... But it's you covered up his face. In this day and age, you know, you have people playing multiple characters across franchises anyways. I mean, hell, look at um, Gemma Chan. She was in... Gemma Chan, that's her name, right? She was in Captain Marvel, and now she's going to be in The Eternals. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, I mean, they it's... For a movie like this... I could see people getting over it very quickly. Yes, I could. Especially see. with the fact that Tom Hardy's attached to something like that, that would be nuts. Yeah, that, that would, would be just insane. be that would be my grizzled Batman that I could see mm-hmm. messing people's days up, no questions asked. Right. So, that who do you think? <laughs> it's a hard I question. Is still it? Looking at you want to think about it for a minute? Yeah. I do. Okay. So, as a whole, the movie was fantastic. I would definitely recommend seeing it in theaters if you can get to it. 
if you get to see it a second time, would be even better because, like Mark said, there's going to be a lot of nuances that you're going to pick up on multiple right. viewings that so many even things. sitting here playing it back in my head weeks later after watching it, yeah. I oh. still notice things in my head that I was like, man, I yeah. wish I would have noticed that right then and there. And I want to go see it again just to make sure I was right in my <laughs> my assumptions of certain things because right. it makes you question it. And that, to it me, does, is the really. best sign of a good movie is That's if you're exactly thinking right. about it weeks after the fact and questioning everything you saw i mean there's very few movies that do that to this effect nowadays exactly i mean like you said it drew you in so much that you just had to have some questions you had to say wow is that exactly what they really (laughs) wanted to do or meant by that or wait a second this is just uh, almost a pantomime of what is happening right now and what yep. things are going on. So it's like, ah, see, and it see drives it. me nuts too because I love absolutes. I, I hate the gray area. I just, I can't do it because I don't leave anything up to chance for me personally. It drives right. me nuts. So I love knowing every little facet and detail of like, okay, this is exactly what they meant. But this movie's riddled with gray and I will yes. never know. And I'm about to come to terms <laughs> with that. Is. And as much as I would love to grab Todd Phillips, like, what were what you, you thinking? thinking of this? What yeah. was the point of this whole thing? <laughs> It's never gonna happen, so I'm okay. I'm gonna have to come to terms with that. But yeah. it was, uh, man, what a ride! Here's a pick, and I think it's gonna be a little strange because people are like, okay, number one, he's getting a little bit older, but he's he's not younger than Joaquin Phoenix, and you can't make it that way. Yeah. But as a grizzled Batman, I think Daniel Craig would do a great job. Oh my God! Why did I think of him? I mean, he's you know, especially after. The last James Bond movie. Oh, you could just man. see how the last it's several James Bond yeah. movies. Every one of his it's Bonds just, are yeah. perfect. It's fantastic. That to me is the epitome of James Bond. Like yeah. I know everybody's I like so Sean too. Connery, Roger Moore. Nope, Daniel Craig. Daniel and Craig. then right behind him for me would be Sean Connery and then Timothy Dalton. Right. The because all of them had that quality of you know your classic gentleman and everything, but a killer. Yeah. Killer, killer. Yeah. So, I mean, if you look at Daniel Craig's uh, 007, you doubt nothing about his killer instinct. Yeah. No, you see it in his eyes. Yeah. And, like, that's impressive for an actor to pull that off, that look, and he nails it. So, could you imagine being in an alley doing a drug deal, which neither of us have ever done drug deals? (laughs) Full disclosure. (laughs) But could you imagine, and then having that guy come up behind you, grab you, flip you around, and see this just terrifying man in this costume that's roided out, jacked to the limits, and see those eyes staring into you. And be like, oh my God, I'm okay. Yep. Take whatever you need. Beat the shit out of me. Just don't kill me, please. I don't want this to be the last thing I see. Yeah, Daniel Craig, that's a good pick. I I like that. That's a good one. Damn, I want to see that movie now. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, make it happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, somebody out there, make this movie happen. Oh Lord, it'd probably be a while before they even decide to make a sequel to this one. Yeah, it, 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 even if they do. To this day yeah. and age, though, it seems like there's sequels for everything. So I'd be truly happy if they just left that alone. I would too, because you know there are so many things that were in-depth and shocking and you know just drew you in so much it's lightning in a bottle it really is you you should not try to tamper well if 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 they if there was anybody ever to catch lightning in a bottle twice it would probably be that crew the writers the director joaquin the whole nine yards i agree they could probably pull it off do i want them to try and potentially mess it up no i do not because it's too good of a movie as a standalone i'd hate it 
like we talked about the gray area. That movie's full of it. Right. If you make a sequel, you're going to have to define a few things. Adding that definition to that movie may take away some of the magic of it. Oh, it would. I think so. I think it would take away, you know, everything in that movie took you on a ride. Took you, it, it lulled you along for a while and yeah. said, okay, this is, oh, you know, it's it's a little slow, but it's a likable character. It's a guy. You know something's going to be go wrong with him. Absolutely. You understand it. Yep. But the journey into that going wrong is like he draws you into feeling for him. Yep. And it's like, oh, I, I can identify in <laughs> some ways with this character because life is hard and life is tough. And he's been dealt this horrible hand. Yep. And he's like, ah, I'm still giving my college try yeah. to make really sure is. it goes and They better. did a really good job of showing that, too. Like yes. his whole uh, counselor meetings, you know, Jeez. even getting kicked off his meds, the whole right. nine yards. He was trying. And then it's like, you know what? The flip switched and he was. Fuck it. Yep. <laughs> Game done. over, motherfuckers. Yeah. I, you, you, I tried. Like, yeah. can't say I didn't try. But even then, it's like, yeah, you should have tried a little harder, dude. Yeah, but exactly. A little harder. <laughs> but. Hey. Okay. One last question. Go ahead. What's your favorite scene in the movie? Got you again. I gotta <laughs> say, no, I, I gotta say the apartment scene. Yeah. Damn it. The apartment scene just has, that's when I truly looked at him and said, okay, that's a true Joker moment. Yep. I killed this one guy. Oh, no, but you can go. You're okay. I'm, I'm good. And in that scene, you sit back and you go, okay, <laughs> is he really going to let this guy go? No. Or is he going to keep him in here and do what? And I, I'm not going to spoil the big part of the scene that really got the laugh, but it, it's funny. Oh, it was great. I uh, I have to say my favorite scene is a toss-up. It's the, I think I said earlier, it was the Merle Franklin scene where he's on the talk show. That was fantastic, especially the way it ended. It was like, oh, okay, this that just happened. Or the um, spoiler, the scene where, he find, where you find out Zazie Beetz was a figment of his imagination the whole time as far as their dating aspect goes. He right. had met her earlier in the movie. Right. Had a moment with her, which was creepy, creepy. as fuck. Yeah. But then they start dating, but come to find out it was all just a, uh, <laughs> all just a figment of his imagination. You're yeah. like, oh shit. Like, that's some in depth imagination. Like, that's pretty <laughs> you impressive. Know, you've been fooling us. You're, like, you're crazy. You've been crazy for a while. Oh, that's, like, wow. That's, uh, I bet that dude could write a book just based off the voices in his head. <laughs> oh, certainly. <laughs> certainly. But that is a testament to. Both Todd Phillips and Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Pulling that off so believably. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, you had no idea. You thought, yeah, this this could have possibly been. She, she could have felt sorry for him. Yeah. She could have been like, hey, you know what, Arthur? You're crazy a little bit, but you're that yeah. bright spot. Well, he, he, was, he was a nice guy yeah. in certain aspects. In I mean, certain he, aspects. He, he took care of his mother. Yeah. He tried really hard. Right. He loved being a clown and making people happy. Yes. But he was also fucking batshit crazy, too. Yeah. So if she would have found that out, which she did, uh, it was, woof. <laughs> no woof. thanks. No yeah. thank you. I don't think anybody wants to deal with that. No. <laughs> All right. No, so we don't. Rate it. Uh, give it a score out of a 10. Let's go with that. I don't want to be overzealous or cliche. Yeah. So I have to give it, I mean, I'd have to give it an 8-4. Really? I'd give it an 8-4. That is not as high as I was giving it. I was giving it a at least a nine six. Like I mean, it's, it's it's up there for me. But I look at it like this: I'm one of those people who goes, "Okay, tens are like 
Tensor should technically be impossible. Exactly, urinate things. Yeah. So I'm like going, they're very, really not going to be very many miles. Yeah. This was a movie that I truly savored, like you said. Yeah. Weeks later, you think about it. Days later, you think about it. Yeah. You think it. Those are the type of movies that are, yes, those go in your top. List. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, like I said, nine, nine six yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. It was a, you probably will never see me give a ten. Right. It just it doesn't happen for it because it's there's no perfect movie out there. Right. It's just right. it it's all up for interpretation. Like my right. idea of a perfect movie is one that makes me laugh, could possibly make me cry, and I'm gonna remember forever. Yes. And there has got to be a, some memorable moments in the movie. As for a glorified perfect movie, I couldn't picture that because you're never gonna see it. Probably. Right. You're gonna see your idea of a perfect movie, but you'll never see the perfect movie. And don't exactly. let anybody ever tell you anything different because right. it doesn't exist. But like I said, definitely recommend it. Oh, certainly. We'd love well, to see I, it again. I, I go beyond recommending it. I say it's a must-see. Yes. I mean, if you have just the desire to have a quality start-to-finish movie in your life, you have to see Joker. You have to. It, it, and it appeals to everybody. I mean, it appeals to everyone on every level. This is true. And you said it was your number one movie of the year so far. Yeah. Which, that's impressive, because this movie's been, or this year's been oh, it's heavy hitters, yeah, left and right. lots of them. Lots of good ones. Not, not many that were, I'd say, drama-filled and more artsy, like that's this one. The, I think and that's the reason I go, okay, the depth of this movie makes it that for me. Yeah. I agree. I absolutely agree. So, those are our thoughts on The Joker. You know, we, like we said, definitely recommend it. It's a must-see for... You know, anybody that's a fan of his character yes. or anybody that's a fan of drama, drama. in general because yes. you're not going to – if you don't like superhero movies but you love dramas, this is perfect for you exactly. because it does not heavy-handed on the superhero. No. But there's, there are tidbits for people like us that love superhero movies that just enhance the movie for you. But if you don't like superhero movies, you're not going to miss that because it's no. just a good movie all the way exactly. around. So you know, uh, we'd love to hear what your guys' thoughts are. Ping us at, give us comments. We'll, exactly. we'll do our best to answer them yes, and sir. give you uh, give you the rest of our sentiments on it because I'm sure we could go on for this oh, one. I think another so. two hours I if we so. got this the chance. But unfortunately, we got jobs and yeah. I got a pregnant wife. I got to get back to. Yeah, and I got grandkids. So. <laughs> so, all right. Well, this has been movies in black and white for our Joker review, and we'll be seeing you guys soon. I'm Mark. I'm Kendrick, and we'll talk to y'all later. later.